This is a Radio 191 FM podcast. I'm joined in the studio right now by Critic Tauruhi editor Fox Mayer to talk about the final issue of Critic for the Year. Woo! That must be a relief. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, getting a weekly magazine out is no small feat. Oh, yeah. How <laughs> many other student magazines in the country do it weekly? I don't even know. <laughs> I've got no idea. Yeah, that's, that's certainly not all of them, and I don't blame them. I commend your efforts. Um, so starting at the start, initiation season. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean... I think your opinion is quite clear. Not a fan of the Dunedin initiation culture. Oh, it's so cooked, man. I mean, like, you look at the U.S. where I'm from, and you look at, like, the frat culture and the hazing culture, which I've been around, I've, I've been a part of, and it, it, that, that's bad, you know? But it's, oh, God, it's not Dunedin. Like, ugh, naked goana wrestling and just, like, pelicans and all this stuff that people just know, like, they know what it was you're talking to them. It's revolting, and it's dangerous, and there's no oversight. It's ridiculous. Now, I think it's worth noting, initiations, if you're made to do them, that's a violation of the student code of conduct. Correct. So, you don't have to partake if someone tells you. You're, you're The only thing, you know, that you need for your flat is the contract to say you can live there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this American culture versus New Zealand, you hear all this stuff in the media about mm-hmm. the U.S., and then... I feel like it's kind of behind closed doors. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Because in the U.S., at least you have, like, somebody who's in charge of Greek life, and they'll, like, kind of know what's going on, and, like, the Greek life people have, like, reps that go and talk to that person. But here it's like, who knows? Who knows what's going on? You're like, no, nobody's got any idea. So if somebody gets hurt, you know, whose fault is it? And then, like, we're, I don't know, it's it's a disaster waiting to happen. And I, it's just going to get worse every year. I, was say, I feel like you can still have that kind of fun, but you don't have to bring necessarily that gross no. element. And I, and I just think it's <laughs> like, like it'll happen to you, and then the next year comes along, and you're like, well, I did this, so how do I make it just a little bit worse for the next people? And you do that for 20 years in a row, and suddenly you end up with a situation where, like, you know, if you brought one of the original people back, they'd be like, what the heck is going on it's now? It's compounding like, interest rates. Totally. But, <laughs> but not with what you want it for. Um, moving on to the other one, this uni data story. That oh, was a man. scandal and a half. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one. That's, oh, so just a news tip for you for that. Yeah, then, so some student basically found out uh, totally on accident that he could access all of these private uni files just through this, like, basically some door, some digital door didn't get, it was just left open, and, and he found his way. And instead of going to, like, the police or the uni, of course, he came to us, as you do. Um, where else so do you go? In where else? Situation? Where else do you go? I don't know. <laughs> R one maybe. Um, anyway, so we we played around with that for a while, and we got the, we got in touch with the uni pretty much right away, and, and you know, real happy to work with them on it. It was it was totally totally collegiate. But um, oh God, the funny part of that was that they sent us this email later, kind of going over like what you know files had been accessed because again, it was just us and this dude. It doesn't look like anybody else ever figured it out. Well, that's is, that's good. That's huge. <laughs> um, but it was like you know, Mister Meyer, you've accessed it. 21 times and in the same amount of time our news editor Denzel Chung accessed that database 193 <laughs> times so it was just like, oh he's just God. speeding through seeing how, as many things he's as he got 36 open. hours in a day I don't I don't get how he gets his work done it's insane 193 files too that's that's not small oh oh there were thousands oh, I like, imagine so oh, but like yeah. I mean what have you said there was pretty much anything you can think relevant to a university was pretty there. much yeah invoices international student passports uh academic misconduct transcripts personal phone numbers addresses everything 
Senate council meeting. Like, it, it was everything. I mean, it's a good thing that's locked up now again, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I love the back page ad for cybersecurity on the same week, <laughs> lol. <laughs> that's unfortunate. I have seen all those emails coming through to my inbox. You oh, yeah. You and it's kind of, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get any exciting story ideas from things you came across, did you? Oh, no, we can't keep any of that data. Yeah. So. Okay. Oh. I mean, that's probably for the best, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Next one is this Cutler's story. Yes. Um, I mean, there's been a few stories about... It's these changes to the tenant, uh, tenancy laws seem to have got lost in translation somewhere this year, I think, because I wrote mm. one about Edinburgh earlier in the year trying to pressure tenants, saying you have to do it by this date, and that's not true. No. And so, so I mean, what was Cutler's doing? What was the... Uh, it just sounded like, I mean... As as Matt Cutler said in the email, there's, there's maybe more to the story than than we know. We kind of only know one side of it, but um, it looks like they were essentially pressuring this flat into either choosing to commit to resign right away, or they were going to start having flat viewings and stuff like that. And the flat still wasn't sure if they wanted to resign or not, and they didn't have to be sure of that. You know, as we know, you'd actually don't have to say anything. Yeah. So but, so what you've said quite rightly in here, twenty eight days before the end. That's if you want a new fixed term tenancy. But if you signed your contract after late February last year, which almost everyone would have for their tenancies this year, I imagine, um, you don't actually have to commit to another fixed-term tenancy. There's a clause that goes fixed-term becomes periodic, mm-hmm. and essentially your landlord can't evict you just because this tenancy ends. You now have a periodic tenancy, which will mean it just kind of ticks along until you go, I want to leave now. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't feel pressured to sign. You don't have to. No, you um, don't. And you can. it's OUSA student support. We'll help you with that if your landlord is pressuring you. Like the students in this piece. That's where they went. Yeah, and that's where to go. They are helpful. They know They know the law too, not just the property managers, mm-hmm. who often don't seem to. That you have this, what is it, goth in the wild. Oh, feature. yes, yes, um, yes. How do, how do these come up? Oh, boy. Okay, <laughs> so that one, oh, that almost was bad, but it, it was good in the end. Um, we have got our resident goth and thought it would be funny to send them out and to into the wild and just see what happens you know like go touch some grass or whatever but uh they got in touch with some more local trampers who didn't really know what was going on and like, oh man i don't even know how to describe this one you got to see the photos it's insane anyway they went and did silver peaks which you know i've done silver peaks before it's probably harder than they thought they were signing up for it is deceptively difficult it's deceptively they make tricky, it seem yeah. like oh yeah this is easy and it's popular, like right next then... to dunedin and no honestly silver peaks i think overrated i think it's a lot of work for minimal payoff but anyway that's my editorialization <laughs> still of this. try it so, so you can see if you know fox is right yeah exactly maybe i'm just a wimp but um no a lot of went on it and uh oh boy blood sweat and tears all three literally there's a <laughs> lot of blood um oof yeah i had the the people that took lot on that tramp came into the office and like debriefed with me about it because they were like oh my god what was that it's, it's just like, oh. uh, you ha- i have to check you didn't get ai to write this piece right no 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 it's but we did do, that. did we get any ai this week no i think last week we had some it still it still gets in every now and then a little sneakily <laughs> we, we're not you know don't don't highlight it but you never know and so, as well, uh, I think the last one I want to talk about is this, a time-controlled study on RTD teeth grossness yes. connection. <laughs> so, critics becoming a research journal now. Yeah. Um, is that just for extra funding? Are we going to have to pay $100 to read each article? Oh, or? never. No, it's open access, baby. Um, no, heck no. We've got a, we have our science editor has been working on this for a couple months now. We sourced a bunch of pig's teeth again got the resident goth to pull those teeth but uh (laughs) cleaned them and submerged these teeth in various rtds for a period of about 15 days and would like weigh them at the end of every day and kind of poke them to see if they're still 
teethy, or they kind of turned into like gum. A lot of them, but anyway, they, that's it's, quite terrifying. Yeah, it's gross. Um, gave them a rating on the grossometer. I think Purple G's went like this disgusting that's, Darth Vader black. Yeah, like, oh. like that's that's golf pence, right? Yeah, that's what they look yeah, like. that is. Yeah. Re- that's really what it looks like. It's foul. Um, gin and tonic, I think, was deceptive, or maybe it was seltzers. One of them, it was like it changed color the least but it also lost the most mass so i think what's actually happening there is that outer layer that purple g's died is like instead of dying it it's just eroding it faster than it can really die it and they're clear drinks anyway so so yeah no one's safe that's yeah mike so my question to you is then is that just you're gone from rtds now oh heck no i'm just not gonna i'm just not gonna take my teeth and sit them in an rtd for 15 days straight I mean, yeah, uh, that's that's a lot of RTDs. Yeah. You have to keep yourself quite busy, I imagine. <laughs> Ready to disintegrate. Thanks for listening to a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.